What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's cracking, Chiefs Kingdom? We have almost made it. We've got one preseason game left, and then it's on to the regular season, finally, to defend our Super Bowl championship. Welcome to the Airhood Addict Betting Show. I'm Joe Summers. Thrilled to have you alongside me. Appreciate you being here. Uh, I want to thank you for not only tuning in, but also for liking, subscribing, leaving a comment if you're so inclined. And I want to thank Joanne Woodcock for producing this behind the screens. Got a lot to get to today. Since it's the last preseason game, it is time for us to finalize our futures bets. How we're going to bet on the Chiefs, quick look around the league. We're going to take a look at our final preseason game tomorrow against the Browns. There's a bet in that that I've got value on, as well as a around the league look in a five-player season-long prop parlay at plus 2330 odds. Put 10 bucks on that bad boy, you might win 230 by the end of the season, fingers crossed. But first, the first thing I want to get into is the five Chiefs futures that we need to place right now before the preseason ends, before the season starts, and the line gets a chance to move. We've covered a few of these futures bets already, but now is the time to actually put our money where our mouth is and get things locked up. So I've got five for you, but before I get into those, since we're almost done with the preseason, I want to make sure that you've taken a moment to join the Arrowhead Addict family. So if you like the Arrowhead Addict podcast, we would love if you can becoming a member of our family. Arrowhead Addict members get exclusive access to special emojis, loyalty badges that you can use during live YouTube streams like this one, and also an invite to a private Discord where you can hang out with our hosts, talk Chiefs football, college football, movies, beer, anything you want really, maybe even Bobby Witt Jr., Superstar Emergence. The show is yours, and you also get invites to private events with the hosts, like virtual happy hours that we do monthly. So it's a really great time, and I highly encourage you to join. Check the link about joining in the description wherever you get this podcast. It's a really quick, easy thing to become part of the family. We very much appreciate your support. And now, let's get into those Chiefs futures. So the um, Considered everything we've talked about the last few weeks, and there are five Chiefs futures that I want to make sure that you get locked in right here, right now. The first one is going to be a Chiefs win total bet. So the Chiefs win total is set at 11 and a half at most sports books, but you've got a lot of juice to the over. So you have to pay more than you're going to return, risk more than you could possibly gain. So instead, what I've done is gone to FanDuel and taken the Chiefs over 12 and a half wins. That's plus 145 odds. So a $10 bet would win you $14.50 if we win 13 or more games. Over the last five years, the Chiefs are 64 and 18 in the regular season. That's a 78% winning percentage, which on average 
puts us at 13 and a quarter wins per year. Notice that's obviously higher than 12 and a half. We, we've got a little bit of a difficult schedule this year, but we've had difficult schedules in the years past. I'm not particularly worried about it. I don't see us losing five games, barring injury. Won 14 last year. If Justin Ross turns into something, if the offensive line stays healthy, Pat and Trav stay healthy, I see us winning 14 or 15 again uh, without sweating too much about it. So provided that Chris Jones returns, it's the best team we've had in years. And even if he doesn't, Patrick Mahomes has shown that he's more than capable of gliding through and eviscerating opponents. And our early season schedule where we might not have Chris Jones or Legereus Sneed isn't particularly daunting. Like, sure, we've got games against the Jags and the Jets. But other than that, you're looking at teams like the Bears, the Broncos twice. Uh, we've got the, the Vikings, who I'm not particularly scared of. So even if Chris Jones misses a little bit of time i'm really comfortable with chiefs over 12 and a half wins so that's future bet number one plus 145 odds get it on the board and then second the the next two i want to look at are my favorite two player props to target the first is going to be travis kelsey's receiving yards over it's currently set at 1075 and a half over at FanDuel. if you recall a few weeks ago we locked it in at 1050 yards so it's moved up a little bit but it's not particularly scary he had 1,338 receiving yards last year, well over the 1075 that we need. He's hit this number in five straight seasons, being one of the most dependable players in the league, playing at least 15 games every season of his career since the rookie season where he didn't play at all due to that injury. He's averaging 12.7 yards a catch for his career, which means on average, we're going to need about 85 catches to hit this over. Well, He's had over 100 catches, three of the last five years, at least 92 in all five. Full steam ahead on Travis Kelsey. We don't know how many years of elite production we're going to have left. So I'm going to take advantage of these lines while we can. Because a 1,200-yard season for Kelsey feels like the projection that I would go with. So 1075, we're going to take that over. The third is Isaiah Pacheco's over. You might recall, again, in that first one, this is my favorite futures bet of any Chiefs player. His Rushing yards prop is 775 and a half yards. He had 830 yards, despite none of us really knowing who he was until about week nine. Since becoming the starter in week nine or so, he averaged over 15 touches per game. Prior to that, in weeks one through eight of the season, Pacheco had double-digit touches only twice, and he still hit this over. He looks healthy. He's going to be playing in week one, and given the investment that the Chiefs have made on the offensive line and Pacheco's development, the way they used him in the Super Bowl run last year, I fully expect him to be our early down back with McKinnon taking a lot of the passing work, but Pacheco's going to get those early down runs. His 4.9 yards per carry means that we only need about 158 carries if that sustains itself to hit this over and less less than 10 carries per game if he gets around nine a game which should be no problem with this team especially the focus that they're putting on making him a member of the a starting member of the backfield rather i'm not worried about hitting this 775 so injuries permitted we love kelsey over we love pacheco's over 775 and then of course the chiefs win total and then the last two are futures bets that I kind of expect that all of us are going to be putting in anyway. And Hunter, I see if Pacheco beats that easily, I'm right there with you. I think he's in line for a thousand yard season, to be frank, provided he doesn't re-aggravate any of his injuries. He is 
the he looks so spry and electric and healthy. So I'm I'm with you, Hunter. I think Pacheco is in for a monster year. But the two bets that I think that we're all probably going to be placing anyway are Chiefs to win the Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes to win MVP. But even now, despite the fact that we're the favorites and Pat's the favorite for MVP, you've still got value on these two bets because we're so early in the season. So both of them are currently listed at plus 600 at most sports books. And for me, this feels like buying the Chiefs in particular at our floor. If Patrick Mahomes stays healthy and we make the playoffs, which feels pretty safe if he stays healthy, we're going to be significantly shorter than plus 600 to win the Super Bowl. You look around the league and you've got uh, guys with injuries like Joe Burrow. Hopefully he stays healthy, but we'll see if it flares up. Josh Allen and the Bills have a much more difficult division to deal with now. A lot of the top contenders have significantly worse odds with that built in. But the Chiefs sitting at plus 600 is basically a question of, do you think that we'll make it to the playoffs healthy? If so, we're going to be closer to a plus 300 range that we saw entering the season last year. So I love taking the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl at plus 600. I imagine we're doing that. It's been paying off the last several years. But then second, Patrick Mahomes to an MVP. And this is one that I've talked about a lot. I mentioned we've already got some line value. I mentioned a few weeks ago it would be plus 700. But now that it's at 600, we still got a lot of value. So the way I like to look at these uh, early season or these award races is consider who is likely to get off to a hot start because they'll quickly become the favorite. Their odds will decrease. Some of the top competitors, Burrow's still dealing with that calf. Josh Allen has to play the Jets in week one, so difficult schedule. Whereas the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes have dominated September games. Mahomes has played 16 times in September. He's 13 and three while throwing for 5,101 yards, 49 touchdowns, and just four interceptions, completing over 68% of his passes. Our schedule, we have three September games this year. We've got the Lions, Jags, and the Bears, none of which is a particularly formidable division. I expect Pat to start extremely hot, once again, and thus stay the favorite through that first month of the season. So getting met Patrick Mahomes right now, even though the value's fallen from plus 700 to plus 600, still provides an avenue for getting more value because of that early season uh, lack of difficult schedule, essentially. So I'm betting Mahomes. I'm betting the Chiefs. Betting Pacheco, and, and I see uh, Jesus Perez in there about how Donovan Smith should be better at the run game than Orlando. Smith had a bit of a down year last year, but he has uh, typically been dependable. I'm really excited about Jawan Taylor's addition on the right side. I think we can safely say that he's a large improvement over Andrew Wiley. Remains to be seen about Smith and Orlando, but uh, we all know none of us are huge fans of Orlando. So I expect the offensive line as a whole to be better at run blocking and pass blocking, frankly, this year. So having Pacheco in there at 775 to me is a slam dunk. I would set the line closer to 925 personally. And then we're getting Kelsey. And then, of course, the Chiefs over 12 and a half wins plus 145. Lock those five bad boys in right now. Each game of the season, hopefully we'll be seeing uh, some, some steady improvement towards our value in the end of the season. We can all go have, have a wonderfully lovely party. But if you're placing these bets, I do want to make sure that you're aware of our one-stop shop for the best betting promotions available in uh, to for Chiefs games. If you go to arrowheadaddict.com slash 
bets, you'll see a variety of sportsbook promos that you can use to maximize your winnings. Each time you sign up for one of our promotions, you're directly supporting the podcast while getting some usually free bonus bets on the house as well. Each time you, uh, excuse me, these promotions, when you go and take a look in, at our page, they change frequently. So if you pull it up right now and you don't love what you see, just check back in a few days because things are changing. But that also means that if you see a promo you like, you need to jump on it. So go to arrowheadaddict.com slash bets, or you could also scan the QR code on the screen, click the link in the description, or just do it the old fashioned way and type it in. Arrowheadaddict.com forward slash bets. And you can check the episode description for more information on that. So if you're using some of these, uh, some of these promos on some of those bets, but you might want to go ahead and get something in this weekend. I've, I bet the first couple preseason games, it took a couple losses on the chiefs. Bobby Witt jr. Has been coming through for me. Thankfully the guy's a stud, but there is one bet in the chiefs preseason game against the Browns this week that I'm targeting. So Kansas city at home, is a three-and-a-half-point underdog to Cleveland. Deshaun Watson is expected to play. Their backup quarterback, Dorian, Robin, uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, rather, has been impressive in the preseason. But I still think three-and-a-half points is a little bit too much. If you take out the first quarter against the Raiders, where we're outscored 14-0, to in our other seven preseason quarters, we've outscored the opponent by a ridiculous 62 to 22 score. And I understand a lot of that came against the miserable Cardinals, but the Browns back out the, the, the roster depth isn't that much more impressive than the Cardinals. They're pretty top heavy with their star players like Amari Cooper, a Miles Garrett, maybe Deshaun, we'll see, but they, they don't have the deepest roster. And Brett Beach and Andy Reid have done a tremendous job of filling out the back end of the Chiefs roster. Shane Bouchelle looks awesome. I feel like he could start for a few teams right now. The Rasheed Rice has been balling out. The second and third string defenses have looked really impressive. So I don't love the, or I don't see the argument rather that the Browns backups are so much better than the Chiefs backups that we should be getting over a field goal at home. And historically, uh, the Chiefs preseason performances support taking us plus three and a half at home here as well. We've covered the spread in three of our last four preseason games. If you got plus three against the Saints, then we covered four of four. It closed at plus one and a half. So that one depends where you got it. We've outright won two of our last three as underdogs. The only time in the last 10 years that we've been home preseason underdogs was when we beat the Packers last year in the final game. We typically win these final preseason games, but where the odds makers don't expect us to because Pat probably won't play. But that doesn't matter because you've got guys like Shane Bouchelle slinging it, still got the depth of the roster that Brett Beach has done such a good job bringing quality players in. So I'm taking the Chiefs plus three and a half. For the last five years, we've won our final preseason game. And in three of those, we were underdogs. So there's value here to be had. And even if we lose by a field goal, that's why we like the three and a half. So I, I would be a little bit more skeptical about plus three, but you can lock plus three and a half in right now. And I love that. And we can enter the regular season with a little bit of a extra cash on our hands. And, you know, I'm, I have to take a second. I got to go ahead and address the the elephant in the room. You may have noticed my extremely cool Arrowhead Addict podcast shirt because we have got the best swag around. And you can become part of the, the, the Swaggy Crew collection as well by checking out our Arrowhead Addict merch store. It's live and you can click on the link in the description below to check out all the options that we've got. We've got things like this hoodie, shirts, 
beach towels, hats, a pint glass, sandals. It's a really impressive website, and I highly recommend checking it out to make sure that you're ready for these Red Fridays in the coming weeks. But while you're at it, right now is the perfect time to act because we've got a promo code for this week's listeners. Use AA Kingdom to get 15% off your order today. And use that fast because it expires by Sunday. AA Kingdom, all one word, no spaces. Rep the podcast, save some money while you're at it, and let's get set for these Red Fridays. Very much appreciated. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. So we've got our five future Chiefs bets that we're locking in. We've got a preseason bet that we're taking tomorrow against the Browns. But I also want to I also want to take a look right now at our week one game against the Lions. Because taking a look at these lines before we approach the season and more money comes in and we get to move them does give us some value. The Chiefs opened as seven-point favorites over the Lions. We've moved down to six and a half. And that, for me, is, is a target. The juice on the line, it's minus 120 odds for us, to minus six and a half means that it's likely to move to seven or it may move back to seven, which is a really critical number in gambling because that's how much a touchdown and extra point is worth, obviously. So getting us at less than a touchdown, I really like for a few reasons. At home in September, the Chiefs just start hot. We're five and three against the spread in our last eight home games in September with two of those losses coming to the Chargers who always play us close. But we always ball out in the first game of the season. So look at the last five years. We beat Arizona 44 to 21 last year. We beat Cleveland 33 to 29 the year before that. Beat Houston 34 to 20. Beat Jacksonville 40 to 26 and beat the Chargers 38-28 to in Patrick Mahomes' rookie year. So you'll notice that at 5-0, we scored at least 33 points every single game, and we won by double digits in all but one, which is still one by four. So we're 5-0 and to our team total over, which is set at 30 points right now. We're crushing that. First game of the season, it's kind of like that Andy Reid off the bye week thing, how he always dominates in bye weeks when he has time to prepare. He's had an offseason to prepare for this game against the Lions, whose defense, while it's made some impressive acquisitions this offseason, was not good last year. So I love the Chiefs to put up a ton of points in our week one matchup. I'm locking us in minus six and a half. I'm going to take our team total over 30 as well. And then finally, something I'm considering that I want to keep an eye on is the over in the game itself. So it's set at 54 and a half right now, easily the highest total on the board. When you consider the, frankly, the Chiefs are probably going to score a lot of points. You're only looking at roughly 21 to 24 points for the Lions. And they were really good offensively last year. Their offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, appears to be a creative genius. He had a ton of different play calls and different strategies, a lot of motion to confuse defenses. And, well, when you look at the storylines, our defense might be missing some key contributors in that week one matchup. Legereus Sneed is still not practicing. He might be our best corner. He's certainly the most experienced and versatile in Spagnolo's system. And Chris Jones, no idea what's going on still at this point. I am 
kind of operating under the impression that Chris Jones is not going to be playing in week one until we see otherwise all reading all the tea leaves. It sure doesn't look likely that he's going to just show up today. So if Chris Jones doesn't play, if Legarius Sneed doesn't play, we already know Charles Amini, who's going to be out. The pass rush is going to be struggling. The secondary is going to be down its most physical corner. So there's a lot of avenues for Ben Johnson to attack with a loaded offensive uh, playmaking skill set. He's got a great offensive line. I think the Lions are going to be able to score. So that over 54 and a half is also something that I'm interested in. And it would have hit each of the last five years in our first game of the regular season. So keep those in mind as we're getting closer to week one. I, I would lock in six and a half now before it has a chance to move to seven. You don't want to miss out on that value, especially since we've already got minus 120 odds there. But the Chiefs at six and a half, uh, real quick before I move on, does create an opportunity for one of my favorite bets called a teaser. So if you're unfamiliar with teasers, you essentially add six points to the line. So instead of the Chiefs being minus six and a half, you would have us at just minus a half because you're adding six points. So all we would have to do is win the game. But then you pick a couple of teams to pair together. A little bit worse of a payout, but it makes it it protects us if the Chiefs only win by three or something like that. So I like to use the Chiefs as a teaser piece because we're crossing all the way down to where we just need to win. And then you can use us to look around the league, maybe a, a Jacksonville over the Colts, Eagles over the Patriots, uh, Commanders over the Cardinals. We just saw how awful that roster looked. So there's a few different options that you can pair us with. But I did want to mention teasers as a great target because we look like a perfect teaser uh Perfect teaser participant in this week one matchup with the Lions. I'll get into a lot more of that with my preview in next week's episode as we dive into all the games around the league. But before we get into the real games around the league, uh, that'll come in the next episode. There are a few final futures bets that I want to place before uh, before it's too late and we forever hold our peace. So we've got a lot of our chief stuff, but there are still some bets around the league that I think that have some value. Uh, the first one is just looking at the AFC West itself. FanDuel allows you to bet on the AFC West's exact division order so the finish of the teams if you think the chiefs are going to win the division they'd be one think chargers are two they'd be two and so forth so FanDuel, in my opinion has the the best odds for it available because i believe that the chiefs and chargers are head and shoulders above broncos above the broncos and the raiders excuse me so I think that they're going to be the top two in the division. I see the Chiefs winning. I see the Chargers coming in second. Russell Wilson still looks like he got monstered from Space Jam and lost all of his powers. I, I'm not sold on, on the Sean Payton experiment. Raiders look like a disaster. So for me, there are two bets that we could take advantage of with this. The first is to take the exact division order as Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, which is how I think it's going to finish, that's plus 380 odds. The only question for me on that is if the Raiders somehow finish better than the Broncos. I don't think they will, but it's possible. I don't really see the Broncos overtaking the Chargers or the Raiders overtaking the Chargers for that matter. So if you take plus 380 odds, you bet that one. And then you also bet Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, that's plus 750 odds. So if either one of those happen, you're coming out way ahead. All you need is the Chiefs to win the division, 
the Chargers to come second, and then you're locking in a guaranteed profit. If you bet $10 on each, then you'll either come up 18 bucks or 55 bucks, depending on uh, or 65 bucks rather, excuse me. So I'm locking those two in. I think it's a really easy way to find some value, especially since the Chiefs are so heavily favored to win the division. So I'm getting that, and then I got a bonus Chiefs player prop that I just saw about 30 minutes ago that I had to get in here, and that's Patrick Mahomes under 11.5 interceptions. You can get that at plus 100 right now over at DraftKings, and it's important to do it at DraftKings because other sports books like FanDuel, for example, have Mahomes at 10.5. So we get a whole extra interception over at DraftKings at plus money. He had 13 and 12 interceptions the last two seasons, so he would have lost. But prior to that, he had only five and four, or five and six, rather, excuse me, the two previous years. And I think the last two years, as far as an interception uh, is concerned, were an aberration for Mahomes. He has a 1.6% career interception percentage, one of the best rates of all time. Over the last two years, if you recall, that first year, he had a, a weird stretch at the beginning of the uh, early part of the season where defenses were playing a lot of too high safety looks and Mahomes hadn't seen a lot of that coverage. So he was a bit confused. He had 10 interceptions in a seven game sample and the other 10 games he had only three. So he slowly figured out what defenses were doing to him and well, he stopped throwing picks. And then last year, he was adjusting to life without Tyree Kill, a bunch of new receivers he had never played with before, Juju, MVS, all those guys, some, some offensive line reshuffling. And he still only barely went over the 11 and a half number. He doesn't throw three in the first half against the Broncos, and we're cashing that easy. So especially now he's got another year with these receivers, with Sky, with MVS, with some of those guys, hopefully a uh, better pass protection this year with Andrew Wiley gone and Orlando Brown gone. I really like Mahomes to get back to those single digit interception numbers. So I'm going to take him under 11 and a half. And then I've got two more fun ones, one with a little bit of odds. And then we're going to get into the juicy plus 2331 parlay. So first, this one to me, there's no such thing as a slam dunk in betting. No such thing as a lock. None of that. Can always lose, but I feel pretty good about this one. So you can do a make the playoffs parlay at FanDuel. Pick whatever teams you want to make the playoffs. You can parlay it all together. I took the Chiefs, the 49ers, the Eagles, and the Jacksonville Jaguars all to make the playoffs. That gives you plus 177 odds. So they don't have to finish in any particular seating order or anything like that. Just make the playoffs. Jacksonville's in a horrible division. I feel pretty comfortable predicting that the Chiefs will make the playoffs. Niners and Eagles should be, at worst, two of the three best teams in the NFC and with a weak conference over there. Even if one of them has to get in a wild card, I feel comfortable with the expanded playoff format. So Chiefs, Niners, Eagles, and Jags plus 177 just to make the playoffs. I love that, but not as much as I love this one. So I always try to do a season-long player prop parlay. Look around the league, see what players I think are going to have big seasons, put some overs together and see what happens. I mentioned a few of these players last week, but there's five that I put together over at DraftKings for a plus 2331 payout. So that's $10 to win 233 and one cent. If you get crazy, bet a hundred, it's $2,331 if they all hit. 
So the five players I'm looking at over at DraftKings, the first is Pacheco, over 775 rushing yards. I already talked about why I love that for him. So 775 Pacheco. Second is Justin Fields, over 800 and a half rushing yards. I'm expecting a monster year for Justin Fields when he really started utilizing his legs in the Bears offense. He exploded, finished with around 1,100 rushing yards last season. They added DJ Moore, who's going to stretch the defense a lot a lot. Uh, a lot deeper, giving Fields more running room. And even if he doesn't run as much as he did last year, his ability to improvise and scramble still means he can break one at any given moment. In his third year in the league now, I think he has a big season, and I really like taking his over 800 and a half rushing yards as well. So Pacheco, Justin Fields, and then the sun god, Amon Ra St. Brown for the Lions. I've got him over 1,000. 50 and a half receiving yards. He might be the most underrated receiver in the game right now, entering his third season, become one of the most dependable targets in the entire NFL. Eclipsed this number last year, despite missing a couple of games. Talked about how I like the Lions offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson. Another year in the system for Jared Goff will make him more comfortable. You've got some good weapons around him. Though even Jamison Williams, the player they invested a high draft pick on, he suspended the first six weeks. So it's going to be the Sun God show. So over 1,050 receiving yards for Amon Ross St. Brown, I think he finishes close to 1,300. So I love that one. And then two more after Pacheco, Fields, and the Sun God. Got Dak Prescott, over 26 and a half passing touchdowns. I know it was a bad season for him last year. Only played in 12 games, but almost hit this over anyway. He threw nearly 40 touchdown passes the year before. Entering the year healthy with improved weapons like a Brandon Cooks coming over, Michael Gallup's healthy now, CeeDee Lamb looked awesome, Tony Pollard is a big threat in the receiving game. Dak's got weapons, and they threw at one of the lowest rates in the league last year, and Dak still almost hit this over in 12 games. I expect them to pass a bit more now with the new offensive coordinator. So Dak over 26 and a half passing touchdowns. I think we're getting him at his floor. And then finally, to round this out, I'm going with Devonta Smith, over 975 and a half receiving yards. He had over 1,100 last year, entering his third year in the league, often the year that players really break out and explode. And the kid is a baller. We saw him win the Heisman at Alabama. He played great throughout the playoffs. Jalen Hurts trusts him. Even though they've got A.J. Brown, in my opinion, that helps Devonta Smith because A.J. Brown's going to be getting all the double teams, allowing Devonta Smith to go around and find open uh, spaces in the coverage. So I love Devonta Smith to get 1,000-plus yards, even though his props only at 975. So you parlay those together. Pacheco, Justin Fields, the sun god Amon Ross St. Brown, Dak Prescott, and Devonta Smith. $100 bet will profit you $2,331. So have some fun with it. Check it out. And since that's at DraftKings, by the way, if you check out that arrowheadaddict.com slash bets promo page, DraftKings has an offer going on right now where if you bet five or more on anything that you want, you get 200 in bonus bets instantly. So just replacing that parlay, you'll automatically get 200 in bonus bets that you can use however you want throughout the next couple of weeks. So hop on over to DraftKings, lock that parlay in, use the promo, support the podcast, winner, winner, chicken dinner, smiles all around. So we've got everything locked in. We know what we're doing. We've got the five Chiefs bets that we're locking in for futures. 
plus the bonus Mahomes one. Took a look ahead to the week one game against the Lions. We got a Chiefs plus three and a half bet against the Browns tomorrow. And then we've got a monster parlay that we love on top of some other fun additions like the make the playoffs parlay and the AFC West exact division order. So we've got a lot of futures locked in. I appreciate you joining on. It's almost time for the regular season. And I'm fired up, and not just because of how hot it is outside. Uh, my, my dad jokes are in season. The next time that you see me, we'll be discussing all the week one game or the week one games, all the player props, the latest lines, how to approach betting us against the Lions. We'll look around the league and we'll get set for the start of our defense of the Super Bowl championship. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you very much again to Joanne Woodcock for producing this. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. It's almost time, baby. Appreciate you, Chiefs Kingdom. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.